Welcome to Deceptively Honest with Jason and friends. It's about to get interesting. <laughs> so clearly this week we're doing random topics and we're going to pull a bunch of topics from a bowl and we're going to go from there. Amen. Amen. Go, go, go ahead now. Pick the first topic on this week. I'm sorry. We also have Ash. Yes, we have Ashley, Courtney, Michelle, and George. That's Courtney with the K, motherfuckers. Courtney with the K. We definitely, in case you haven't noticed, are going to earn our explicit rating for this episode. Please take your children out to room. Don't listen to this in the, in the little drop-off line at school. <laughs> all right, all right, for real, for real. Okay, are we ready for the first topic? We are. All right, here we go, boys and girls. This is stapled. Oh, so that's the long one. Yes, yeah, that's why. So that's, 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 that's the long one. All right. Ooh, it's yes, from one. previous relationships. Your partner was in a long-term relationship prior to you, and that person had a child, not your partner's, that they grew very close with. Is it okay for them to maintain a relationship with the kid, even though your partner and the kid's parent are no longer involved with one another? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write this that's, shit, that's, you know, If you want me to read it again, I can so, do that. You know, I'm challenged. Let's try it again. Now, I listen. Got it, I got it, I got it. Anybody need... Okay, so... Does anyone need a reread? No. I think I, I got it. No, we're good. Okay, so, but I don't have no kids, so I'm going to let y'all talk first. I don't have no kids either. I don't but have no I, kids either. I don't have no kids. Your opinion. Someone and you who can clearly... Who has strong connections to their ex's kid mm-hmm. that's not theirs. Yeah, I'll say, say, so for me, it depends on the, well, not just, I think that, you know, you should have the relationship with the kid. I can't say that you shouldn't, but what I could say is that possibly me and you won't last. <laughs> See? I've been in okay, so here's the before. question. This is the part that Michelle left out. So is, is, it, is it asking about how that person feels about No, their- it's, it's asking, the question is, essentially, would you be able to be in a relationship with someone who still has a relationship with their ex's Kid, not their kid, their ex's kid. So could you still? Right, yeah. So then, what are you talking about? I'm talking about. He said no. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> why? <laughs> but why, if they have nothing to do with that yeah, other person, yeah. right? Like, like, like I, thought, I, I mean, I know that you're new. <clears throat> but why? <laughs> answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> my response is why. Is the answer no is so. My answer is no because of the way that my trust is not set up. My so you wouldn't trust that there's nothing going on. Unless you have the ability to have the relationship with the kid without the parent. Yeah, if the kid's like 16, then it doesn't matter. The age, age matters, yeah. Okay, so yes. so they have, the to be like a five, te- they have to be like a teenager? They would have to have the capacity to have a relationship with the child without having a constant interaction with the other person. I would be, that would be you the, don't that, want someone that so you aren't dating anyone that is still friends with their ex no I don't no I don't believe in that I, I don't I don't think that if you have no baggage or no connection to the person then what reason is there for you to maintain a relationship with them if the relationship that you had is over I mean, I'm asking. Some people maintain friendships they because do. the friendship was okay. They do, they the do. I don't, and when I was dating, that was a rule. I, I had a list of rules that I developed over my dating cycle about what was a no-go. One of them was, unfortunately, no offense to the bisexual people. No bisexual people, no people with kids, we, we yours or someone else's. 
But, it, I mean, it ended up being fine. I didn't notice anything weird between the two of them. Everything was really natural. I mean, and to this day, she's still in that kid's life. She dropped him off to college, like, last year. Which, so. is, awesome. Uh, which, which, is, which is awesome, I, I think. However, the, so the question is that I have, which you know you have to get too much into the details, why did that relationship fail? Or not fail, I'm sorry, that's a harsh word. Why did it end? Um, because of the age gap between the two of them. There was a oh, what was no, the no, age no, gap? No, 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 no. Oh, why did the relationship end with you and her? Oh, okay. What was the age gap though? What was the age gap? Um, it was maybe like seven plus years. I think. Right. Yeah. Oh, she was I, young. She was like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Oh, Wait. Okay. Now I'm confused. So the other girl was nineteen, twenty. The one, my girlfriend at the time when she was dating her was young. So she had already had a kid that she. Her girlfriend at the time had a kid. The girlfriend at the time had a kid. Yeah, that's what that's what I was getting. That's what that's what I was getting to. I was and so like, she established a bond with the kid. It But you know what? She's one. She's one of those people that's like super into kids. And I mean, she was like making this kid handmade Halloween costumes. Like they were like bonded. And that's cool. I mean, I get that. All I was shocked about was the age. Because I automatically she was make young the situation when they were together. So I, that everybody was older, yeah. Yeah, because the phone was like, she's 19 No, she was younger. Was All I have to say is in regards to this topic, is I have dated plenty of folks with kids, but I will tell you when I'm done with them, I'm done with them little motherfuckers too. <laughs> and when I was in a relationship, I might have been close to them. We might have had phone numbers going on outings, spent all the time together. I'll make a Halloween costume too. But I'm in a relationship. But when the relationship is over, bye. When I leave your daddy, I done left you too. I Amen. know that's irresponsible, but I'm just saying. No, I ain't nothing irresponsible about it at all. Shit, it's time to go. I was going to say, it's just, it is. But the, the, the thing to me is that it just, it becomes very messy. That's just like the whole friends with your ex thing. The whole situation is messy and... I believe that when you are transitioning into a new relationship, building trust is a very difficult thing to do. And to have to have this other component that is not necessarily necessary right. makes it more difficult. And they still have a connection to you. So it, so it wouldn't work for me. Although I understand that it's, you know, valuable that yes. you still maintain. I understand it. I don't condemn it. It just wouldn't work for me. I don't usually end relationships in a place where I want to still. That's why I don't understand. That's probably why I don't understand it. That's probably why I don't understand it. Like the relationship, even if it doesn't end on a note where we like hate each other, I probably don't want to talk to you again. We're probably about to blow some shit up. It's like, yeah. So that's why. with Michelle. That's why I'm like, no, I'm like, your mother probably talking to your father probably talking about me on the low to you. You probably could be chilling at the basketball game. So we might as well just go ahead and move on. So it's very confusing to me. Same daddy, whether I'm around. That is awful. Yeah. I will go on the record and say, <laughs> I'm 
go on the record and say, you know, our perspective is probably awful, but I'm sorry, it's just, that's just really how I feel. And well, ain't nobody doing nothing on this podcast but keeping it real. And it, it, it is what it is. Isn't that the point? That is right. absolutely the point. So okay. So next Ask topic. Ask next topic. topic. Yes. Okay, this question says, do soulmates exist? Mm. What do you do when they are taken? Oh, Jesus. Oh my God! Oh, Jesus! Man. Who wrote that? that? Who wrote that? Who wrote that? I'm not going to identify who wrote that. I don't even want to talk about that. This is really. It's interesting. It's a heavy topic. So, but I have a very basic opinion. I think that if they are your soulmate, it's not possible that they will be taken unless you meet them at the wrong time. What do you mean? Like, you just like, 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 wait, 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 Okay. So there's this me. Yeah, I'm, I, so, I am from the thought that your soulmate is sent by whatever higher power that exists. And no higher power, been drinking red wine, this is what I'm word, um, would send you someone else's husband or wife. Yes, yes. 
So a soulmate, by definition, a person ideally suited to another as, oh, goodness gracious. It says a person ideally suited to another as a close friend or romantic partner. So it's not even saying that your soulmate Scroll is down. Thank someone you. that you are but, romantically. And it also okay. says a soulmate is a person with whom one has a feeling of deep or natural affinity. This may involve similarity, love, romance, platonic relationships, comfort, intimacy, sexuality, Thank you. sexual activity, spirituality, compatibility, there and trust. Yes. I have, I have, so that's why I'm saying that you can have more than one. I agree. Michelle is my soulmate. I have more than one soulmate. That doesn't, so what I'm saying is at the end of the day. So he's talking romantic soulmate. Okay, but, but according <laughs> she's to like, let me make this real clear. Let me make that clear, Michelle. Sure. Sure. Everybody knows. That you know. She's headed for the soulmate. Buffet, not the taco <laughs> Nobody here likes. Oh wait, I do but like I sausages. Agree. I that. think that it's just that simple. You guys are making it more than it has to be. I just feel like at the end of the day, you can have a soulmate in someone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I and it doesn't. It's not necessarily meaning that there's only one person in your whole entire lifespan that's a soulmate. Because, I, because I also believe that okay, the universe or the higher being or whoever you believe in mm -hmm. can send you somebody, but maybe you're not ready in that moment of your life. Mm -hmm. So you might miss that person. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Your higher being is going to send you another one. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe that you can only have one. That's very really interesting. I wish you had shifted my opinion. It's that online. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> okay, wait. I, I don't I do, think you're I given one chance. No, I... I just think that it's interesting to think that you could have more than one because a deep spiritual connection with more than one person, I just feel like that's a stretch. But I'm happy. Jason, you are so rigid. I'm so rigid. I'm so rigid. I'm so rigid. I'm sorry. I'm are you rigid. serious, I'm Jason? I'm rigid. I mean, I understand it with your friends. I'm just talking about, you know, you have your soulmate status, you have your post So you can only have one romantic soulmate in your whole entire life. Your whole life. life. I mean, it's an awful, it's an awful way to think about it. It is awful I because, God forbid, you know, I'm not even gonna go there. Thank you, please don't. I understand, when the, but what? Can make, let me make this clear though, because when the question was first read, that's why I was like, oh, because when you said taken from you, I thought you meant like bad car crash or something like. You see what I'm saying? So that's. Right, but that's what I'm. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. When I heard the word "taken," I automatically thought that way, like, mm. like some that person has expired. I didn't even that's think awful. about it that way. And so the way that you're saying it, Jason, is almost like so. If that person did expire, then you're never then you're gonna, never have, gonna, gonna, gonna have never gonna find it again. again. Um, that that part, and that's not true. Thanks. And thank thank you for bringing that up. I do not believe that my higher power God would even have it so that I would have one soulmate and. Exactly, Michelle. Exactly. That's not how the world works. Why do you think he created batteries? Right. Or maybe they weren't your soulmate or whatever. So that's why I think it goes back yeah. to timing. You I, get the yeah. person that you need at the time that you need them for the lesson that you need mm -hmm. them for. And that yeah. may be for 50 years or that may be for 50 months or that may be for 50 days. Yeah. Reason, reason, life. Oh, 50 days. That's harsh. <laughs> I mean, we have. Well, I can't. I can't speak for nobody, but I have definitely early, and they think that it's going down, and then two months in, you'd be like, "Yep, I thought lesson learned." Absolutely, I, you know, I've, I've been there, so I was like, "Yeah, I've been in a relationship for like well, a month." You be like, "Oh my god, this is my everything." This is my everything, and then that everything collapses. I think but it's so natural. natural. You know, that everything just for two months, cause but you that, didn't know. But you that, know, that was only everything for fifty months, and then fifty years. 
But that's not a soulmate to me. But you know, no, we just read what a soulmate is. But it's like, I don't think it's lust because I don't think. I mean, lust. It's not lust. It can be. Yes, you can want someone for their life, for their spirituality, for what they bring to the table, for what they have. So when you but, say lust, I just think that that's such a term that is used in church to make it seem like it's uh, bad to so want after no, someone. No, no, no. I think I think that. No, here, Joe. Because he's not here, but it was important to me because I wanted to 
say that this is my husband or this is a person that I want to be with for the rest of my life and we have solidified it beyond, of course, the other legal part of it that is also very important to me and the protections that come with that. But the marriage part of it is important to me just based on being able to be like, this is my husband and we have chosen publicly to say that we're going to be together for as long as we both shall think it's a good idea. <laughs> yes, I, got, I, I got a, a ratchet interjection. Am I still getting like benefits if, if we're not married? Yeah, you would. Yeah. So essentially, this this says that you would be acting as if you are married without uh-huh. without the paperwork of marriage. That's so what that. That's my. Just jump out as soon as she picks me up. And but technically, that's the whole point. That's yeah, that's 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 Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And to answer the question for me, no, I wouldn't want to be with someone for years and years and never get married just because I want to be married, whatever that means. Like and that that that's a goal that I had and I want to I aspire to. So I have a question for you, Jason. Yes, I feel like hey, some people gonna do what they gonna do, which is fine, and I think that's dope and cool if that's what you want to do. But I think I don't think there's anything wrong with saying you know our goals don't align, and as a result, our relationship is not going to continue in the same capacity because you don't want what I want, and that has to do with anything. Like for example, if you want to, Lord, I'm trying. It's not dismissive of someone else's goals. <laughs> I mean, it might be, but whatever. Yeah. Speak for yourself. If you want to, you know, be an apartment liver, or you want to rent forever, and that's not what I'm necessarily interested in, then our goals and our interests in life don't align, and thus we are not a perfect set. So my question to you is, Jason, you feel like your husband is your mm-hmm. soulmate? I actually Ooh. do. Okay. Woo! So let's say yeah, that I'm your husband, that. let's say that your husband. <laughs> yes. Is everything that he was then, everything that he is now, Mm -hmm. the only thing is that he did not want to be married. Oh, then he's not my soulmate. So that's one thing. Because they don't have like minds. He's not my soulmate. I was like, because my soulmate, I just, and and it could be, unfortunately, I'm learning. I am a very rigid person with how I sort of define certain things, which is very uncomfortable for me and some people sometimes. But if we don't have similar dreams or we don't envision ourselves moving in the same sort of direction overall, then it's impossible for us to be soulmates because we, we want different things just in general. And that could be because my definition of soulmate, just like my definition of love is so rigid which is not fair and I'll, I'll own that that's not fair I don't yeah. know well my answer to the question is very much so similar to Michelle's it's definitely a no I don't have kids but I definitely feel like if I did I would want to set an example you know what I mean like I just don't I, and, and it's kind of close to yours too because I want to be married. Yeah, like I want to, I want to be like yes, me and my husband. Yes. <laughs> I want to be paper ring. I feel like it's interesting. But I want to be married. 
but I want to be happy. But I want to be happy. Okay, let me pause that. I want I wanted to be happy and in a relationship where I felt safe. And that's the part of it too, but I mean, I, I, I don't want to make it seem like marriage, getting married means that you have a healthy, happy relationship or that your relationship is going to be sustainable. Those things are not automatically associated. That you could be married and you know be unhappy. You could be married yeah, and you true. know all those things can happen. Yeah. But what I, my goal was to be in a relationship where I felt safe and happy and fulfilled, also married, eventually. Yeah. And that was a goal that I came to later in life. Because if we're gonna talk about the whole you know gay thing or whatever, when I was younger, this whole me being with you know a dude and be happily married was not something I thought was possible. Let's be completely clear. This was a goal that I developed over time because I thought I was gonna be the eternal bachelor. Because, you know, people wouldn't do shit when I was on that day. I don't know if it's changed. But, um, so, the fact that this happened was a miracle, people. Okay? I, I think a lot of people would say that. So, I mean, like... See, Jess, I, think, I, think, I think where you at, just you stick to what you want. You, you never kind of waver. You waver, yeah. That was my rigidity in life. <laughs> and there is nothing wrong. There is something wrong. Because look where you are now. <laughs> married to your soulmate. There you go. But now you got me scared. If something happens to him, what bitch am I going to do? Wait for your next soulmate. I'm not going to that. Remember, wait, it's all it was. Wait for your next soulmate. Let me tell you, because I'll be watching that motherfucker while you sleep. Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. My mom is going to have a field day with this. Alrighty, so who has the next topic? I think that... I mean, that, you pull one. You haven't pulled right. one yet. So let's get it. So going. this is your topic yet? No, I'm just going to pull one. I put a couple topics in there, but I'm going to see if I actually pull mine. I'm going to pull a long one. Let's see if I thought we weren't one. saying whose topics were whose. Oh. <laughs> Come on now. Jason. I didn't say whose topic was whose. Okay, so this, this question is with regard to the pecking order. The pecking order in relationship and who comes first. So... What? Either, oh, I'm going to explain pecking order in relationship and who comes first. So if you're married and you have kids, does your spouse come before your kids or your kids become, become before your spouse? And also, secondarily, your parent. So for all the mama's boys out there, speaking of the mama's boy, one right here. So does your mama come before your wife or husband and vice versa for your family and your so who comes first? What is the proper order? Does your uh, kid come this before your husband? This reminds me of that question: Who sits in the front seat? Who's your mama or your wife? Whose question is this? We said we weren't going to identify whose question was who. <laughs> no, 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 who's answering the topic first? Oh, I answer. So I answer. People, it's his topic. So it's my topic. So I. No, this is a good one for you. I didn't ask no, it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's very, I'll answer it for myself. So she's number one. You're so safe. You're so safe. So it's interesting because I, I, I have, go ahead, George. I, I, I guess in my mind, I, I just, I feel like that's society. Like, everybody can be on the same level, can't they? No. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. No. Since I pulled the question, I'll answer, I guess, first. So for, for me, I believe that once you get married, that your spouse becomes first. So James comes before, or James, my husband, everybody. James comes before my mother. And so it's, it's, it's God I'm not telling, I'm or not whoever. I believe it's God, whoever you believe in. 
then your spouse, and then whoever is after that in regard to your, your relationship. I, I, mean, so I agree with that. If you have to answer the question, then I agree with yes, that. Yes, that's, that's how it is. It's, it's funny because I had this debate with another couple not too long ago, like maybe like a year or so ago, and we were debating it because they were like, you know, my mom comes before my spouse, and I was like, no, once I got... Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know that's wrong, George, because it sounds wrong. It's just wrong. <laughs> Didn't even feel right coming out your mouth. Now, what circumstances? How many circumstances are you going through on a monthly, weekly basis to where that's even necessary? Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Okay. I can answer. Some people's mom is like alone, and they feel kind of obligated to kind of. But that's a problem. That's going to create an issue. And that's what it was. But it's still an issue because for me, I am responsible to my husband first. So we share a home. We share a. The, to me, the other thing we didn't talk you about was really that. I'm sorry. I'm Like, 
Surprise. See, now we are. Mind you, that doesn't have nothing to do with pecking order. That's just disrespectful. That's a bad relationship. This motherfucker's just a bad. That has nothing to do with Wait, wait, wait. I'm not going to assign a bad or good relationship to it. But all I'm saying is that. that no, it's but there are people that do that all the time. Like, you know, I went and bought a house in surprise or whatever the case may be. It's just like the way that, you know, relationships that in my black and white mind are set up, major financial decisions are discussed in the house before we make them, even no, no matter what it is. So, but what about if you have kids? So do your kids come before your husband, your, oh, George, Michelle, Mm-mm. do your kids come before your wife? Generally, just- so generally, do they come before your wife or does your wife come before them? And I know Ash is, is, is Who you saving in the fire? Who you saving in the fire? You going for the kids first? You going for the wife? Who you're saving in the fire? Damn, Ashley, that's what we gonna do tonight. Now that's uncalled for too, baby. You didn't have to go there. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If we talk about But if I have to answer Ashley's question, I'm saving my husband because we can make another kid. Okay, so wait. No, no, no. No, no. We have to stop. First of all, and just so we're clear. I'm saving my mama in the fire. James can walk. She said we can make another child. Wow. That doesn't work. Have you watched This Is Us? <laughs> Have you seen The Good Son? She had to choose. One of the motherfuckers was going over that clip. You got to choose. She did. She, you didn't see The Good Son? She definitely let that little motherfucker go. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So that's so it's so it's not about who you would save in a fire. It's about who comes first in priority. So who comes first? I think that people make that one too cut and dry, and that one is definitely. I think kids end up being way more situational. Yeah. How so? Yeah. Please explain the situation. Yeah. I, don't I don't have children, so I need I to understand. So that's why we answer. <laughs> <laughs> All of us are over here trying to understand. All of us, over, all of us over here trying to. Understand. So I just feel like there are going to be times when you make decisions for your kids because you're just that's the the focus for you, and then there's going to be other times when you're like, this is about us, like this is about me and my my man or my you know my spouse. So I just don't think that it's with kids. Kids, some days you just gotta give your focus to the kids. It sucks. <laughs> And if your spouse has a problem with it, can't they just be an adult and get over it and be good tomorrow? Not like, always. can we not figure this out? Like, I just feel like I'm this situation is an easy figuring out. If you're reasonable. Now, when people are like, no, I want the baby to sleep in the bed with me until they're 12 and that's what I'm doesn't that's want it, like, that's ridiculous because that is a freaking decision that you make with your spouse. There like, we go. I feel like people are so ridiculous. Yeah, and that's the right. thing I think that's what I'm talking about. So because it's eventually the reason I I thought it was the other way around. That's I, not even the kid coming first, by the way. That's the it's right. That mm-hmm. want the kid in the bed first. And that's why you can't say it as the kid coming first because that's not what it is. Right, but the, to to Michelle's point, here's the thing, and that's why I feel like she's right. Like you can't necessarily label it or like call, say coming first because at the end of the day, this was my bottom line when I think about it. A lot of families, and this is me obviously on the outside looking in because I do not have a husband, I do not have kids. But what I have witnessed is a lot of couples 
where the wife has put taken those kids and made them a priority and her sole focus by the time the kids are grown and leaving the house to go to college, she and her husband are so disconnected now we're looking at divorce. So that's what I think about. Like at the end of the day, I think that sometimes a lot of women get so caught up in the children, the children, the children that they become disconnected from their husband and then that causes a major strain on the marriage. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, and you I agree to, with you. And that's why Michelle is saying, like, the kids are kind of, like, situational at an extent. Because the clear goal is that you and that person have become one. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So Agreed. that's how you need to move in order to stay one. Agreed. Yeah, and I think that eventually you have to get... Go ahead. To piggyback on what you said, that's how you... You have to kind of do it together. That's why the wife is always number one. Because or, or, the, or the husband, whatever situation, you always got to kind of work together. It, Irregardless if it's not even seeing you spending with the kid, you're going to talk to the spouse and be like, hey, what do you want to do? This is what I'm thinking about doing, blah, 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 blah. So it's always, and that's how you kind of, guys kind of stay connected, even if all the attention is on the children. So exactly. The wife or the spouse is number, number one, but, you know, the kids, the kids in, in certain situations will get the most attention. Exactly, and I don't think it's about the attention. Also, it comes down to communication, and the problem I think that happens in many relationships that I have observed is that we aren't talking about things. We're just right. letting them happen and sort of figuring right. it out as it happens. We talk, like, for example, I think that because, you know, for those who don't know, me, me and my husband were in a long-distance relationship for a long time. So as a result, we had to have lots of these conversations on the phone and develop our relationship or friendship. So a lot of things that people don't talk about, we had to talk about because all we had was the phone. So we talked about if something happened to my mom or his mom, how would we want that to be with regard to who lives with who and having those conversations so there's no surprises. And just talking about those things. If we have kids, how do you want to raise them? And stuff like that. What's important to you is not important to you. I think people just wait for situations to arise and then they deal with them as they come up versus talking about them ahead of time. And then you can find out where you don't align and say, hey, maybe that doesn't work for me. I don't know. A lot of people view the pecking order as a, as it's like a biblical term. So True. I feel like a lot of people are come at it from a like religious yep. perspective too. Mm-hmm. And you, when you take on a, when you get married, you cleave to that and leave your, mm-hmm. your parents or whatever the case may be. But a lot of people still have a lot of connections and affinities for their parents that, you know, make them make sure, you know, that their parent is okay. Because I had, you know, someone tell me, you know, I, I want to make sure my, my mom is okay if something happens to me. But you should never marry someone. Who's not just as concerned about your mom as you are. Right. Thank yeah. you. And that's what I said. And that was my, I was like. Yo, crazier things have happened. It has. Really I agree. don't really know sometimes how people are going to act in a situation I until agree. this situation happens. I agree. But, but you can at least talk I about. I trying to prolong the topic. Yeah, I was going to say, we can we can. It's George's, oh, George's turn to pull. I guess. And clearly, you know, George, as we said out there for those who missed it, had a hot boy weekend and due to COVID culture, he's at a distance. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll pick for you. All right. All right. All right. I was trying to get another drink. I was, I oh, my Lord. Jesus. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Oh, I'm excited already. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, you're madly in love. You've been with your partner for three years. You found out they have a drug habit. Oh. <gasps> I'm not going to be with nobody for three years and not help. The stuff. I never, I never, I never the hard stuff. The hard no, stuff. you're not with somebody for three you years to, and not know they have, have a habit. To, let me finish. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, everybody else said already. Hold on. 
You're madly in love. You've been with your partner for three years. You find out they have a drug problem. The hard stuff. What's next? And no, you had no idea. Not possible. There's no way me, the my, way I'm set up, there are, there's a lot, this. there are a lot of functional. There are a lot of functional, but also did not indicate in the question how long they had a drug problem. They could have developed a drug problem recently. Okay, that's fair. That's the only way, right? And but you know, there are functional people who do drugs. Off. There are people that I mean, I'm not in a relationship with them, but there are people. Alcoholics, yes. No, there's functional crackheads. Yeah, there's functional. There's a thing. Functional drug addicts. Functional drug addicts. But so relationships are so relative. There are people whatever. that are in three-year-long distance relationships. Okay, oh. well, this long distance wasn't on the damn topic. Today. Right, <laughs> well, thank you. It wasn't, but I'm just saying, it's a possibility that you could be with somebody in a relationship for three years and not... Well, okay, so let's just say for, so let's just say for like the... Just say because it'll make it right. So what's your question? What's the point? Let's say that it's a newer habit, but you found out. Three years, I find out they on drugs. Now what? What is the question? Am I leaving them? Is that the question? The question is what's next. What's next? Yes, what's next? We're going to get them help. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Okay. First of all, you can't make nobody get help. They got to want to help themselves. This is true, but I would try. Insert Kanye West. Insert, insert Kanye West my ass. Ain't nobody dating Kanye West and not know that Kanye but West is Kanye West. That you can't make anyone do anything that they don't want to do. That's fine, but I'm at least going to try. That's, I'm just answering from my perspective. I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, what's the call when everybody get in the intervention? intervention. We're going to have an intervention. We're going to try to get them help. Now, if they don't want the help, then unfortunately, if it's affecting me and mine and our relationship, and if it's if I'm not putting myself first and I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where I got to walk away. I'll fall in love again. I'm not worried. But what if it's not affecting you? Let's just say. I'll fall in love again. I'm not worried. So, bye-bye. If you don't want the help, I'm, I'm out. I'm okay. out. So, what drugs are a no-no? Is cocaine a no-no? All drugs are a no-no. Okay. You're, wait, you're, you're, wait, you're a liar. She is a liar. She is a liar. Wait, wait, wait. She is a liar. Because I want everyone to know that weed is a drug. Oh, hell no. Hell no. People are surviving off of marijuana. That doesn't count. You can't put marijuana in and crack in the same sentence. A crackhead you cannot function with. Uh, Somebody who smokes marijuana is fully functional and will love you better than they'll hurt you. So, no, that is not the same. I refuse. I refuse. Now, I didn't say it was the same. What I said was that it is a drug. Whatever. Depends on the state. It is a mind. Depends on the state. Okay, so let's get to the very basic definition of a drug. A drug is a mind-altering substance. Marijuana ain't never altered my mind. Jesus. It may have altered Jesus. my body. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus help us. Jesus, help us. Help us, help us, Lord. We have, yes. we have, Lord, okay. So, yes. that being said, so they said hard stuff, which I don't personally consider weed to be hard stuff. Thank so that's you. not part of the equation, but I just want you to know that Weed is a drug. Well, I just want you to know that if he's addicted to marijuana, we're just fine. We're living happily ever after. <laughs> if he's addicted to crack, a bitch gotta go. <laughs> That's what I want you to know. I, 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 
they are making millions. Like people like because coke is an expensive drug. I personally, for me, I could not if you were if we've been together for three years and I determined that you were on a hard drug and you are addicted to it, we would have a because I'm not gonna lie and say you know it would be in cut and dry situation. We would have a conversation about it and I would probably work with you for a little while to see if you could get yourself off of it. But if you determined that your relationship with that narcotic was stronger than your relationship with me, then you have made a choice. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the choice <laughs> is that you and your narcotic will live happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> And me and my valuables will move on. Come home with a refrigerator. Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you staying with the crackhead, um, Michelle, or is that a deal breaker for you? You know, I. Oh. I am very. I think I'm pretty empathetic, and so I, think, I definitely I thought think I was that too. I try to help them. I thought See? I was too, but my thing is that I feel like. You can't force help on someone who doesn't feel they need But you gotta at least try. Thank you, you Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Why is he so Because you're in love with them. I mean, so you yeah, if you madly in love, you gonna try. See, that's why Michelle's my soulmate and you not. I don't want to be your soulmate. I barely like you. <laughs> you liked me enough to invite me on your podcast. <laughs> I didn't say I wouldn't try though. I would try, but if you determine that your relationship with the narcotic is stronger than our relationship, it's just something that it's a threesome that I'm not willing to engage in. Okay, but are you gonna at least try? Because yeah, I said I would. No, you never initially I said you know you didn't. No, you didn't. Not until after Michelle said what she said. I did not. You guys are gonna run the tape back, you know. But I said that I would try because it's, it's impossible because the way my emotions are set up, I can't just cut you off. We've been together for three years. I can't just physically cut you off like that. Like, oh, my emotions just don't go off like that. I would have like, to. Like, oh my gosh, what if you were married? What happens to better and worse? Oh. There is a worse. There is a worse. I don't, I mean, but the. The, I, I, I would work with you with it, but it's just, I, if you wanted to continue doing a narcotic, um, like an opioid, it, it's no way we're going to be able to be in a, in a relationship long term. That's just but me Jason, being honest. Jason, I'm, I'm going to take a bump on the weekend. On the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> a bump on the weekend. A bump or two. Just to get me through. Just, you know, just to take the edge off. Because I also think that, you know, like narcotics and stuff like that, we're going to get to the psychological level. It's like you're compensating for something that is, um, you're missing. And that's like the part that's going to be problematic for me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me looking at it from like a, you know, there's a brokenness that you need to fix that you're trying to medicate. We can so, just do part two. Absolutely. Everybody's exactly. willing to come back and do part two. We have a bowl full of topics. I feel like the sound has gotten better. So thank you guys so much for listening. The reason that it took so long for us to come back is because we were trying to mitigate the sound issues so that you can listen in your car without your children. Safe for children. Without your kids, without having to turn the volume all the way up so people outside of your car can hear all of the conversation because we got a little bit too real this day. But thank you so much. And remember, truth is always based on experience, which is why you might think I'm being deceptive. Maybe we're all really just being deceptively honest. Thank you so much, Michelle, George, Ashley, the other chick, Courtney. And and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Peace.